Boy, oh boy, do I have a special episode for you. As soon as I can find my talking points, here they are. Now, um, there's two ways that I heard about this. Well, not necessarily heard about it, but you'll see. One, um, a video on YouTube in which they were talking about the old world and we've been lied to about our history. I think that was, I'm kind of almost shittily paraphrasing the title. And it was the first time that I heard about this civilization or country called Tartaria, T-A-R-T-A-R-I-A, also called uh, Tartari, T-A-R-T-A-R-Y. Now, when it comes to conspiracy theories, there's some that I believe and some that I don't, when it comes to the theories, right? Conspiracies um, such as Project Paperclip, uh, the, Tuske- the Tuskegee experiments, um, uh, the Philadelphia Project, or Project, no, yeah, the Philadelphia Project. Uh, these are real, cons- I mean, not, I'm sorry. These are conspiracies that happened, and there should be no belief or non-belief about it. Theories like mine, that we never made it to outer space, yet still holding up the possibility that we did, um, that's obviously different than that. Anyway, so when it came to Tartaria, or Tartaria, um, I kind of, I mean, there's some theories like Bigfoot that I'm just not into. I don't believe it, and I'm, I'm just like, ah. Is there a possibility? Sure, but I, I don't believe it. And Tartaria was one of those places. Now, I had watched about a half hour to 45 minutes of this video, and then I ended up turning it off. And it was really just about like all these different civilizations. And I think that they're wrong in, in some sense. Uh, because we there are pictures of uh, the Capitol building being constructed. There's, there's constructed. There's pictures of other buildings being constructed. Um, so the idea that all of these Romanesque or Greek-esque um, buildings, which I guess doesn't come from Greece or, or Rome, rather um, Tartaria, according to the, the documentaries. Um, I don't know where I was just about to go. That's so stupid that, that that's already happening to me. But what they're arguing is that there, there was no tools, or they didn't have the tools or the advanced knowledge in order to build these buildings. And I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, anyway, I don't know where I was even going with that part. I'll probably come back to it later. I was reading, uh, I've got a couple books that I read my daughter. So she has all sorts of all these other books that are fun for her to read. And then I have one specific one that I like because it puts her to sleep (laughs) and it's quick. And I like rhyming. I like rhyme, uh, books like Dr. Seuss. There's some Dr. Seuss books that are fucking horrible. The, the left foot one, the left foot, right foot one. God, that is awful. ABCs, I love it. Um, big A, little A, what begins with A, and Ellie's Alligator, A, A, A. It's fucking awesome. I can remember the whole fucking book. Anyway, 
So it, it comes down to this other one that's a poem. It's just all these old poems. And right dead smack in the middle of this fucking book is one of the longest poems uh, that's a child's poem that I've ever heard. And it's called The Pied Piper of fucking, what is it? Hell, how many? Wait a minute. Pied Piper of, ah, fuck, it's not in here. Just type in Pied Piper of in Google and it should fill, Hamelin. I'm sorry, that's what it was. The Pied Piper of Hamelin. And this is the Pied Piper story that, or at least the Pied Piper that we've always heard, that you got, that you better pay the Pied Piper. Somebody's going to pay the Pied Piper. Um, uh, Eminem raps about it. And um, is it Lose Yourself? Somebody that's paid the Pied Piper. Yeah, I think it's Lose Yourself. Um, what's so fucking interesting so how the story goes is this city called Hamelin which is in Germany um, was overran by rats and they were they were just a, an absolute nuisance they were attacking the people they were fucking killing the cats and beating up the dogs these rats were right so they were so fucking horrible they were just terrorizing them and they didn't know what to do and next thing you know you got this guy in red in a, a red and yellow suit who had like who was skinny and had weird hair kind of probably oily hair didn't wash very much he had swarthy skin he comes in with this pipe and he says um i'll take i'll help you out i will i'll do my i'll do my thing and i'll pipe a song that'll that'll do away with the rats and everybody kind of laughed at him and he said i'll do it for a thousand whatever they were at the time so apparently like a thousand dollars Excuse me, and uh, and they go. All right, man, you go ahead and do it. Not believing that he could do it. Well, he did, and he led these fucking rats out of everywhere, and they and he and he led them to a river, and all of the rats drowned but one. Now, there that's kind of interesting. Is that just one of them made it out? So then. Um, so he goes up and everybody's happy because all the rats are gone and they all watched it as these rats went in and died. And so he goes up to the, the mayor and he says, all right, give me my thousand dollars. And the mayor essentially laughs in his face and says, uh, we're not paying you a thousand. That was obviously a joke. We'll give you 50 and a drink. And he's like, no. That wasn't part of the deal. I have to go over to this other city and take care of their scorpion problem. You promised me $1,000 pay up. And again, he said no. And you kind of get the feeling, because it's a poem, and although I'm a writer, I'm not a big fan of, of, of like a story and poem, if that makes sense, like this. But anyway, um, but I'm okay with it. It's not like I'm, I am when it comes to abstract art, which is not art. Anyway, um, so the guy goes, uh, all right, you, like, you, it's either pay me or I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> and the, the guy is like, yeah, fuck off. So he goes out in the street and he starts to play another tune on his pipe. What happens is all of the children in the city, 130 children, start marching towards him, towards the piper. 
and the adults can't do anything to stop it because whatever this sound is, this which sound is vibration, whatever this sound is, it's caused them to be petrified, the adults, and all they can do is watch as their children follow this guy. So that's kind of, kind of um, the MO of the old school fairy tales and shit, especially from Germany, which is where you get Hansel and Gretel, right? And the grandmother that's going to try and fucking eat them, you know, cook them in her oven and shit in the fucking gingerbread house and all that. Anyway, what comes up next is a little uh, ahead of their time. And that would be that this piper leads these children to a mountain. And right in front of the mountain is a portal. A portal. This is the, this is the, uh, the futuristic shit that I'm talking about. Leads them into a portal. This fucking... And by the way, um, this is all based off of a true story. From, from what research, well, what limited research that I've done so far, it's based off a true story. And I got that the whole time I'm reading this fucking poem, which is long. I'm thinking, dude, this, this really feels like this is kind of based off a true story. Now, the true story that happened, oh, I'll get to this. Um, so he leads them into a portal, and they're fucking gone. And the townspeople are like, what the fuck? Well, it ends up they never find the, the kids. And so, hence the story. But it goes into other shit. And let me see here. You got the Pied Piper you get. Oh, it fucking talks about Tartary. When I read that, I go, what the fuck? I just learned about this on these other documentaries in 2018. Well, it goes on to talk about also uh, Tartary in the year, or at least what happened in Hamelin. I don't, I, I don't have the verse in front of me or else I'd be able to tell you exactly what it says about Tartary. But it also talks about 1376, which is the year that this story is, is taking place in the poem. Apparently, the actual story took place in 1280-something. So, I don't know what this 1376 is. So, there's something to it. But it also talks about Transylvania, which is obviously where you have the uh, the Dracula story. The source of the Dracula story. Uh, the stealing of the children. And the stealing of the children, this could be, at least the Pied Piper, could be this source. If you notice, there's a lot of kind of fairy tales and and um, fairy tale-like stories where they're stealing children, where this could kind of be a source of taking kids. I grew up in the 80s and the 90s, and um, I mean, obviously, there had been decades of, of missing children and things like that, but there were always stories of children being taken. So, I don't know. I'm, I feel like something's tied into that. Um, fuck, what am I missing? I'm missing one, some, one other part that I forgot to write down, and it's somewhere in my brain. Fuck. But anyway, um, it was blowing my mind. And, and I had read this story before, and I didn't hear about the, tar uh, the Tartary um, 
documentary yet. And when I had read it, I was like, man, I need to fucking check this out. This is an old poem. It's in, a, it's in a fucking book that I don't know where we got it from. Like, we got it from somebody. And it's an old book. It's an old um, just book, book of poems for, you know, reading to kids and shit. Which, obviously, I was doing and, and do for my kids because I think that the rhyme scheme of, of poems is good for kids to hear, especially when you're reading them something to go to bed. Um, damn it, what is that other thing? Portal, Transylvania. There's something else to it. Oh, um, it ends up also a little bit later in the story talking about these, I think these mothers and fathers who just kind of were in another city and they were talking about, maybe that was Transylvania, where they were talking about, I'm starting to fuck this up, but where they were talking about having been from another place and they ended up where they were. And in this portal, so it, it talks about this one kid that didn't make it because they were lame and their, their, it's, their right foot, I think, was lame and they couldn't follow fast enough and the portal closed before he got to it and he was describing in the in the notes of the song that the piper was telling him that it was it was going to be basically heaven that they that he was taking these kids to which was probably a lie i mean i'm thinking that this is a pretty nefarious um thing that that this Piper was doing. He was stealing the kids, and I can't imagine that he was stealing it for their benefit, right? And so this one lame kid that was talking about it was saying like what he was understanding through the the music that he was hearing, which is vibration. And if you remember me talking to you about um, hearing the voice of God. And it wasn't like me talking to you like it is now. It was an understanding. Like how you understand your thoughts in your head and nothing's being said, right? There's no actual voice speaking to you. You just understand your thoughts, which is what thoughts are. Um, and in that same way, as I talked about hearing the voice of God and just having a, 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 an understanding of what it was without actually hearing the, voice, the, the, the words, and more so than understanding my own thoughts. So I thought that was pretty bizarre. And uh, I'm going to have to do another episode on this. And, uh, and, and maybe even read the parts of the book and, and fucking highlight them. But this, I don't know, man. It's just there's something to it to have... These documentaries, and these documentaries, I can't imagine that they've been out that long. From what I've been seeing, the the, the earliest I've, I've been able to see that these any of these documentaries are popping up is from a year ago, maybe, maybe at most five. But I'm not seeing any that are like 10, 20 years ago where they're talking about Tartary or Tartaria. So... That's obviously uh, a little interesting. And if you already know about these, now what I'm saying to you should be kind of <laughs> like, oh shit, there's something to it. So now where do I stand when it comes to the, the idea of Tartaria? I, I kind of believe it. And so, oh, and here's the other part to it. 
is that Tartaria is spoken of as being the old world. And the big thing about Tartaria, at least what these people in these documentaries are talking about, is that there was at some point a mud flood and you have this civilization that is all over the world. You have these same buildings with these pillars that are all over the world in every country. You have these buildings that shouldn't be there. But that's what they're saying. Now, I don't, I don't know. I, on that part, I'm still a little iffy up in the air because I think, yeah, people can make, would make, you know, it's like having four walls and a room. That makes sense. You know, you could have five, you could have just three, but it, it seems natural to have four. And uh, for people to want to make the same types of buildings, I mean, it's almost like uh, like the uh, the Hershey Kiss tops on on um, on buildings in Russia or even in, in buildings in Persia, right? You see, you see those Hershey Kiss tops, if you know what I'm talking about. So it, that, to me, that's a little more of a stretch, but it, it, I'm, I'm starting to kind of come around to it. I'm not, I don't think that they're crazy for thinking it. I think that they're acknowledging something and, and recognizing something that, yeah, is, is a little bizarre. So I'm okay with that. But uh, I'm going to do some more research and keep coming back to you with this. Um, because the Pied Piper, I'd only ever heard that. I'd only ever heard that phrase that you better pay the Pied Piper and never really understood, understood what it was because I can't remember ever hearing the poem or hearing anything else other than that. And, uh, and now, having read that poem a few times, and um, I mean, it's a fun poem to read. I mean, there's times when you don't know where the rhyme scheme is and uh, you're kind of lost in it, and then next thing you know, you're, you, it, it's coming back. You can feel it in your tongue the rhyme that's coming out. Um, and, it, and it uses, I should know these terms better, but it uses different rhyme schemes within it where the first, the first sentence or the first verse or whatever you want to call it doesn't rhyme with the rest of the ending words of each sentence in that paragraph. And then it goes, and then it, and then it eventually goes to where the last sentence rhymes with the, the rest of the words in the next paragraph. I mean, it's just very different rhyme schemes within it. So it's, it's an interesting read, and now it's even more so to me, where it's something I think um, it's something to look into. So anyway, so it, Toteria is supposed to be the old world. Do you see where I'm going with this? Where George H.W. Bush was one of the first people to start talking about the new world order. You see what I'm talking about here? Like it, before it was, okay, well, it must just be the world that has existed up until this point, and now they want to make a new world where, I don't know, I mean, it's, it, there's something to be had in that, in that idea that Tartaria is this old world that they purposely lied to us know who it may have been I can only imagine it would lead to the Illuminati lying to us about our history as a human civilization and um, I don't know what it would have maybe happened maybe in in uh, now now this story and shit is going on in in the late 1200s early 1300s 
uh, that's kind of around the Dark Ages times or the Middle Ages, if you will, because there's really no such thing as a Dark Age. There, there really wasn't. This idea, and by the way, the Catholic Church gets, gets cracked on for this, is that uh, the, da- the Catholic Church started burning books and, and, and trying to take over pagan civilizations and kill everybody, and, which is all just a load of shit. Um, and so they call that the Dark Ages when there wasn't that much information. There was also a book um, called How the Irish Saved Civilization. It was basically just pointing out that the Irish wrote everything down and kept documentation of, of things and, and kind of started uh, the idea of, of saving information. But, I mean, if that were the case, then you wouldn't have any other books out there. Anyway, um, so that's... That, I think that's super fucking interesting. On to the next topic I wanted to talk about, which, uh, I don't know, maybe it might have some kind of tie in there somewhere along the way, but I was watching Owen Benjamin last night as I was rearranging my basement and uh, working out. And Owen, dude, I love this guy. He is fucking awesome. I love how he breaks down shit. I love that he questions He's like, I mean, he's himself. So I don't want to say he's like anybody else. He is himself. And um, the way he breaks things down and question things, it's, he's, a, he's a better, uh, how do I want to say this? I don't want to say he's a better version of Joe Rogan because that's not what I want to say. He's, he's the filler of what Joe Rogan was if that makes sense, only better. So he was talking about how he doesn't believe that we made it to the moon and going into how, um, and by the way, he was breaking it down so that it was non-conspiracy theorist. And then he kind of, he even pointed out when he said, well, now here I'm going to start going into kind of being a conspiracy theorist. So he was breaking down to what was true and then also going over, and by the way, what was in the true category was that we've never made it to the moon. And, uh, and he's, by the information that he's looking at, he's right. And I've seen the same shit. It's the NASA guys, which, what have I said before? Defund those assholes. I, don't, I do not like NASA. I don't like the idea that we fund them um, for shit when when we have all sorts of crazy fucking shit going on down here on earth and money that could go I don't like being taxed anyway but if that's what's going to happen that money can go towards other beneficial things for us but anyway um, I've seen the same videos maybe you have too where the NASA scientists are saying oh well we don't have that technology anymore and we don't have the technology to go to the moon and um yeah, we, we taped over those old tapes of going to the moon. What a fucking bold-faced lie. Anyway, and he breaks it down coming from his, his background, which is his dad, Owen Benjamin's dad, was a professor in rhetoric, and he points out like how people speak and lie and things of that nature and pointing out that this is just a massive lie that we're all being told by NASA, who is kind of a bureaucracy to an extent, um, to a small extent, but still to an extent. Anyway, 
Um, and you've heard me talk about what I think about space and how I don't think... So, do I hold the possibility, the very real possibility that we've been to outer space? Yes. I hold that we probably have been to outer space. However, I do question it. And I question it because my natural instinct is to say, from all that I know, it seems retarded that somebody would get into a suit that the smallest pinprick would suck your ass through the vacuum of space through that pinprick and kill you. That that space is void of heat and oxygen. Now the other side of this is, if that's a lie, if space is void of heat and oxygen and all of these other things that we're told about space, if all of that is a lie, then that must mean that we can live in outer space. You see what I'm saying? Anywho, um, there's another caveat that I want to add to what especially travel would be. And this actually goes into maybe me having to retract what I said about, uh, about aliens and traveling from another universe. Especially if they found out how to develop free energy. Space travel, because there's no gravity... Unless you're telling me that gravity fields from all of these different planets is so strong that it would somehow stop somebody, but that's never been what we've been told. Space travel would be fucking fast. Why? Because there is no gravity in outer space, or at least not like we know, like like bigger objects are going to be... Um, uh, are going to be uh, taken by the force of other bigger objects' gravitational pull. So the Earth is going to be in the gravitational pull of the Sun, right? Because these are two massive objects. But a thing like a spacecraft, how small that would be, I mean, we're talking what a fucking bus compared to the Earth itself, is not going to be affected by any of these. Uh, uh, large objects gravitational pull in outer space and if there's none of that if there's no gravitational pull and you're just out in space there's there's nothing there's no resistance to the motion the momentum that you have so anything that you add it's just like when I talk like I haven't talked about this yet but um, for anybody that's a comic book fan Wolverine Wolverine has a healing factor, like a, the fucking top-notch healing factor that you can get. The thing about Wolverine, and it's a kind of a twofold thing, you see him being super muscular, right? They always draw him with all these muscles. Well, that makes sense. But I would argue he should be stronger than the Hulk because what happens when you work out? You're ripping your muscle uh, fibers. And then that's when the lactic acid goes in and it starts to heal itself when you're done working out and then when once it heals itself it grows back thicker it's just like it's like a scar like when you cut yourself and then your your skin grows together uh grows back heals itself it's a thicker stronger scar you'll never i mean unless you cut that that again if your skin were to be pulled apart it won't be pulled apart at that scar It'll be pulled apart around the scar, if that makes sense. It's just like a broken bone. 
wherever you have a broken bone that heals up, that spot where it was broken will never be broken. Well, probably unless you did something specifically to that exact thing and, and attempt to break it again. That part of your bone is never going to be broke again because it's the strongest part of your bone now. Um, and so when it comes to, uh, what's his name? Wolverine, it's the same thing. Like he, when he works out, he would be doing nothing but constantly healing. He'd be able, he should be able to go from uh, bench pressing, you know, 200 pounds and one rep and then bring it back. And now he can bench press 400. Oh, maybe not 400 right away, but after that keeps happening because of his healing factor, he could end up lifting thousands and thousands of pounds, if that makes sense to you, as I'm trying to explain. But anyway, that's kind of like the same thing as in being in outer space and having no resistance whatsoever. That once you hit those fucking thrusters and you're out of, out of the atmosphere of the Earth and there's, there's no gravitational pull, all you're doing is going forward and being pushed to go forward more. Like here on Earth, we have a, a limit to how fast you can fall, right? You get to a certain amount of, of speed and then that's it. And that's all objects. I can't remember what that's called, but in outer space, and that's because of gravity. And it's because of the, the laws of physics that we have here on, on Earth. Out in space, you have no resistance. None whatsoever. So the thrusters that you have going is only going to ever add making space travel fast. And I mean super fucking fast. So this idea that it takes, you know, months to get from here to Jupiter should be a load of shit. I can't imagine it taking more than, I don't know, a couple days, if that, at most. Because you're going up against zero resistance. It's nothing but added speed. But anyway, that's just kind of adding on to what I was hearing uh, Owen Benjamin talk about last night, which was pretty fucking awesome. And a couple of other uh, topics. Um, One, people keep bringing up, and it's only recently by a bunch of fucking druggies and, and potheads, Again, I am pro-legalization of all drugs. However, I do understand that drugs are bad for you, and you should too. And I do that because I say, if you want to fuck up your own life, you should have the right to fuck up your own life. That's just how it is. However, these, and it, and it seems, it's not that it seems, it is an attack on Christianity and on religion as a whole. These fucking assholes keep coming up with everything that they possibly can in order to delegitimize and discredit the Bible, Christianity, Judaism altogether. And one of the new ways that they've started doing is saying that drugs were prevalent. Hyper, um, uh, what the fuck are they called? Hydroponics and, um, uh, fuck, what's it called? where you're psychedelics, psychedelic drugs were around everywhere. And they try to say that Abraham or uh, Moses talking to the burning bush was that he took a psychedelic drug and that's what caused it. And it wasn't God talking to him. 
And that's whenever you see any, any of the, uh, the miracles in the Bible, it's because people were on drugs. When they don't talk about doing drugs in the Bible, they don't talk about drinking. I mean, they talk about drinking and getting drunk, but they don't talk about doing it before these fucking signs happen. They don't talk, oh yeah, Moses, he went off before he hit the rock where the water came out of it and it didn't happen the first time. Yeah, he went behind the rock and he lit up a blunt real quick and then he came back out, shared it with everybody, hit the rock and next thing you know, you got water. That didn't happen. It's a load of shit. Again, it's it's just another way that the new age non-believers want to discredit, delegitimize the Bible because they're afraid of it. Why are they afraid of it? Because it gives them parameters. It gives them, it makes them accountable. Not that it gives them parameters. It makes them accountable for their actions. And these people who have probably done some pretty fucked up things and had some fucked up thoughts don't want to be accountable to their actions because they're afraid of having to be, having to answer for those actions and be responsible, but also how it's going to make them feel. They know that they're monsters. And as long as God is alive and real and is going to hold them accountable, um, then they feel bad for, for being the people that they are. So they want to attack him and talk themselves as well as everybody else into believing that he doesn't exist. And that's just another way that they do it. That whole psychotropics, psychedelics bullshit is exactly that from, the, from them saying that it's in the Bible. It's a load of shit. All right, um, two other, well, one other thing. Tyson Fury, I am really, really coming around to liking this guy. Um, he is a, he's an, he's a, besides his height and his ability to box, he is a pretty down-to-earth guy. And I love the fact that this guy comes out, I just saw an interview with him, where he was straight up talking about his faith and he said, you know, I've got a lot of people that shit on me about my faith and he just stood up for it. Listen, even if it were, even if he were talking that if he was atheist or Hindu or I don't know, of Aztec faith, it's something to be respected. To see that, and he's also a gypsy and uh, I don't know if you know what gypsies or travelers are. I do. Um, it's kind of a part of the, the, uh, the old Irish, um, uh, history, uh, the poor Irish history. Uh, I mean, it also has to do, I mean, it, it, it goes into Wales and, and, uh, England, I think parts of Scotland, and then it's going to be like parts of Spain and shit like that. Other parts of Europe. I mean, there's, there's, there's gypsies all over the world, but, um, it's, it's not looked at, at by, by like in, uh, the higher-ups or the elites as a group of good people. I mean, it's almost like looking at them as if they're, they're hillbillies and rednecks and shit like that. And um, I don't know. He's just he's fucking awesome. I, I'm, I was happy to see uh, a lot of the shit that he said and how he talks. And it's a, it's a very shoot-it-straight type of way. And he even says, like, listen, if I was racist, if I was homophobic, if I did, if I was Islamophobic, if I was any of these things, I'd tell it to you straight. I'd tell you that I was. 
And I really wish that people would start asking me instead of assuming or just calling me that because I'll tell you, if I'm racist, I'll tell you I'm racist. Who do I have to be afraid of? And it's absolutely true. Who the fuck does he have to be afraid of? He's got more money than he'll ever know what to do with. He doesn't need a job. He doesn't ever need to box again. And not just that, but he is a big, fucking strong, uh, formidable badass. Who the fuck is he afraid of? Okay? And I love that. I love when I hear people like that, which is one of my arguments for Donald Trump. The guy is, is took a real risk. Not, not like uh, Colin Kaepernick, who was already headed out the door and then found a way to, to add a little attention and get some more money. If you know, if, I don't know if you heard, Colin Kaepernick's trying to make a comeback at QB. Um, it's even worse than for fighters who have ring rust for a quarterback to come off, come off of uh, a long layover or sabbatical and come back and do well. Very, very few quarterbacks can do that. I would argue he's probably gonna to, he's probably gonna make it on somebody's practice squad at best. Um, he absolutely needed Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh was his his muse to get him to be the type of quarterback that that was gonna start making the money that he was making. But anyway, Tyson Fury is a good dude, and uh, he's he's. Uh, He's got my my certificate of awesomeness, if that makes any sense. Anyway, I'm sure I'll be on later. Um, hopefully this was interesting to you. And uh, I'll do some more research and come back and let you know what I found. If you find anything, let me know um, on Twitter at uh, jmerchada. It's not jomerchada, it's jmerchada. Um, I mean, my name is John Omachada on on um, on Twitter, but it's at J M U R C H A D H A, J Merchada on Twitter, and then John Omachada on Facebook, uh, or you can leave me a voice note here, and uh, let's find out more about this. Be accountable. Be responsible. Don't be a liberal.